Hello, and welcome to I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we talk about uh, current and not-so-current events, and we answer the question, what's the hype? This is episode 107. I'm J-Ho, and with me, as always, is Groove. Joey, I'm having a bad day. Well, I got something for you. I'm going to start it off strong. It's not a bad thing to fall in love with me. With me. You get a little breathy there. Was I? Yeah. Was that bad? With me. Me. That's uh, Justin Timberlake. And uh, incidentally doing a duet with Michael McDonald. With me. What is that on? Uh, he doesn't actually do a, a duet with Michael McDonald. Oh, you mean what's that song? No, I, I wanted to. I wanted to download that song. That sounds awesome. You thought it was an actual duet? Oh well, why not? It's. It, but I mean, you've heard that song before, right? That's two great tastes that taste great together. Is what that is. Yeah, that's a Reese's cup. But you, have you not heard that song at all? I don't think so. No. It's off uh, the. 2020 experience part two. Oh, I didn't get part two. It's good. That I haven't. I don't have the album. I think that's like the only single off of it. It's a good song. It's not not one of his best ones, but I liked it a lot. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you rather be serenaded by Michael McDonald and Justin Timberlake together, or? Jump into a room that's full of Lucky Charms marshmallows that aren't so dry that they're chalky, but aren't so wet that they're soggy. And just get to eat your way out. Hmm. See, I'd be more tempted if it was Count Chocula marshmallows. Yeah. But still, I'm not passing up a chance to hang out with Justin Timberlake. What? So you're just sitting there tolerating Michael McDonald? I, well, I would have to. It, w- it would probably involve me fighting Michael McDonald at some point because, you know, we have a contentious relationship. But, um, yeah. You guys need to patch things up. Somebody the other day asked me, they said, uh, you like Jennifer Beale? What do you think about Jennifer Beale? And I was like, I love Jennifer Beale because she knows Justin Timberlake. <laughs> some boy. Are they, they're, they're married, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. She gets to hang out with them all the time. They're just like, man, JT, love me some Justin Timberlake. I got a question for you. All right, let's do it. What's your hype this week? Um, well, before we get into that, I wanted to bring something back. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't mean to jump the gun, but I didn't think we'd have to do this because we just relaunched the show. And, oh, shit. Uh, by the way, everything is working now. The iTunes feed is working, all that stuff. So those of you who weren't able to subscribe on iTunes before, we got all that stuff worked out. We called Steve Jobs or whoever's the new Steve Jobs. Too soon. Too soon. Um, Now I'll bring back some housekeeping. 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 (laughs) Uh, So we used to do number one fan. And uh, as you know, we have number one fans of the week, and we also have the uh, Pantheon that we put fans in, if you're just a super fan. Pantheon uh-huh. includes uh, people like Just One Miss and Clave and Zell. And uh, I don't know who else is in there. We need to begrudgingly put Grizzles in there. Yeah, yeah. He was hater enough times that he could probably be in there for... Uh, oh. 
What was that? I don't know. I thought you dropped. No, I thought you dropped. No, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever was listening to our phone call just got off of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so bringing back number one fan, I think this person's probably gotten it before, so we can go ahead and induct him into the Pantheon status, I think. But, uh, He's not the status yet. He's got to keep it going. But I will I'm just assuming I know who you're talking about. This, this guy does not subscribe to the podcast. He straight goes to the website and hits play. Man, I just like it's just pure when I go straight to the website and just listen to it right on there, man. <laughs> this um, guy gave up his smartphone. Oh, well. And he's, he's like, man, the first two weeks pretty rough. Wanted to check my emails. But now I just leave my phone in the other room for hours. <laughs> oh, is he one of these, I don't have a TV, and I'm going to let you know it? No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, we're talking about Dixon Chadwick, our buddy Dixon. Congratulations, Dixon. Yeah, thanks for the feedback. He gave us some feedback this week. Always has good uh, musical recommendations. And, uh, yeah, thanks for that. And we also had a number one hater this week. Well, time out. Just okay. because since we're giving him number one fan, we got to shout out his current favorite band. It's called Typhoon. Yeah. And they've been his favorite band for maybe the past, like, six or seven months. And he went to see them live in, uh, in Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, there was, like, maybe 15 to 20 people in the audience yeah. and he got to meet a couple of the band members and they, they were talking and stuff and he told me he was a big fan all this kind of stuff and like two months ago he drove all the way to cincinnati to go see them again and uh <laughs> and he and i were talking before he went out there and he was like yeah man i really want to i got a song picked out if they you know if, they, if i get to see him i'm gonna ask him to play a song whatever whatever I was like, what What do you think? What if they remember you? He's like, man, I don't think they're going to remember me. They fucking, he met them and they remembered him and they played his song. Oh, that's awesome. But anyway, we, I wasn't even trying to tell that story. All I was saying is if you get number one fan, maybe you get a little recommendation. You get your shout out of, of what's your hype. And I, I believe that he would say his hype right now is Typhoon. Yeah, he rides hard for Typhoon and I, I'm into that too. It's good stuff. Yeah, they're good. Um, number one hater this week. Didn't think we'd have one of those either, but we just happened to. Uh, Kevin, I begrudgingly call him my boy. A Kevin who used to do all our web stuff and then got too good for it. And now we had to call him back in, had to put our pride on the side and just call him to come back in and fix things. And, uh, Which he did. He did fix everything. He fixed the feed, so thanks, Kevin, for that. But he also tried to shoot holes in my Bloodsport story. <laughs> he claims that this is that Bloodsport is actually a true story, and Frank Ducks actually existed. And he sent me this link to this website that I could only describe as uh, Geosities esque. Is it? Is it really Geosity? I thought I always thought it was Geocities. It could be Geocities. I just think it's fancier, pronounced Geosities. But anyway, that's <laughs> another argument. Um, yeah, he sent me this this one. It looks like something a website that a manifesto would be written on. Definitely, just the ravings of a mad person, and it tells the history of Bloodsport. And uh, on the Wikipedia page for Bloodsport, it does say that it is based on the alleged accounts of Frank Ducks. So I'm thinking maybe Frank Ducks was actually Eddie's father. He was the original Eddie. Yeah. 
So it's it's funny. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that that debunks everything and unravels that story because I don't believe that there is a real Mortal Kombat going on. <laughs> but maybe there's hope. There's hope for all of us that we might meet Scorpion one day. Uh, Test great. Yeah. So number one hater there. Uh, yeah. So let's get into this. Let's get into this stuff. What you got Love there? It. Are you? What are you? Are you? Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. What, what did you suddenly forget? We we're recording a podcast, or no? I I was I said I was just sitting there talking. You just didn't I'm hear deep, it. Deep, 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 deep. All right, come on, Foghorn Leghorn. Let's keep this going. <laughs> uh, go ahead. What's your hype? Dead air. What's the hype? My hype. Yeah. Is uh, perfect for this show. It's uh, oh boy, perfectly positioned for the this the overall theme of this podcast. Um, I was talking to our boy Dixon today, and we were both getting excited about the fact that our Modest Mouse albums on vinyl are shipping soon. Oh my god! And uh, I, I see, I've had turntables because of doing the DJing stuff, and I don't care about vinyl that much. Uh, but of course everybody does now and I don't have a whole lot of albums I have a bunch of old albums on vinyl that I just have had for years I've got a couple of newer ones the Radiohead album but they were, they said that they were doing this limited release of these Modest Mouse albums particularly Lonesome Crowded West and we were all talking about Modest Mouse at the time and I got real hyped and, and bought one because it was a really good price and you know, limited edition and all, and our album's shipped. What do you think about that, group? I think, well, I think there's so much in that story that I don't even know where to begin. Snooty, very snooty. Vinyl is just snooty, right? Just Snooty? Did you, do you, don't you own Lonesome Crowded West? I do. On, okay. Uh, in an MP3 format. Oh, so you, you, uh, you're tired of hearing all the little... Uh, skips I want those rich undertones on mm-hmm. the vinyl you know you would hear a more full sound yeah I want that rich yeah. full vinyl sound right um, yeah no I'm just thinking if I'm going to buy an album on vinyl it, that's a perfect one so I guess my question is how many I mean other than you know me Dixon and the 12 listeners of this podcast how many other people are you going to tell that you've purchased uh, Lonesome Crowded West on vinyl because it was a good price and it's your favorite album. Probably nobody, but that's partially because almost nobody I know listens to Modest Mouse. Mm, well, isn't that isn't really isn't that kind of what you're going for though? What? Not only do you have a band that's gone from obscurity to the mainstream back to obscurity, but you're buying it on vinyl. Yeah. I, guess I mean, so. you're, you're going to have certainly enough street cred here to get into the local sushi place. <laughs> That's true. I I just I felt like it was a perfect gateway drug for the vinyl thing. So if I was gonna <laughs> get one and try it out, maybe I'm going to like it. See, I've got a built-in excuse, though, because I do have the turntable still for DJing. Uh-huh. I don't use them that much, but I do have them for that. So I can always say, oh, I just have them because I DJ. Just trying to, just working on mixing in some, you know, doing the cockroach with the latest uh, hip hop. Yeah, my cockroach mix. That <laughs> album is, is, 
it, one of the most perfect albums I've ever uh, I've ever heard. Though I love it, start to finish. It's the first it is, modest mouse. It album is definitely up there, to. but I mean, I don't know, man. It sounds like Quill Pen shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know that you you have probably a stack of vinyl at your house right now, and you're just trying to act like you don't. No, I really don't. And that's been like the one thing that like I always I'm always don't get me wrong, I'm tempted. You're right? Well, I look at that and I say, God, days. that's you know, I could really I could really go into that and just have a bookshelf full of vinyl and be like, Oh yeah, this is all I listen to anymore. But uh I haven't. Your your hipster tendencies run deeper than mine. You have to be honest. <laughs> No, it's that my it's that my self control is not as strong as yours. <laughs> That's true. Well, you have and you have much less shame, I think, than I do. I well, it's true. Yeah, I I don't feel like I should be ashamed for enjoying a nice cardigan. Yeah, you know exactly. Yet you're here shaming me about my musical choice. Well, yeah, because it, because you bought a fucking record. Well, I don't know. I'm starting to write. I'm thinking about starting to write carrier pigeon notes, too, instead of text messages. It's more perfect. I'm about to get a wax cylinder recording of Isaac Brock reading a, a Shakespeare. <laughs> wax cylinder. Oh, man. Speaking of wax cylinders, I, I, we'll move into my hype. And, and this isn't. You know, it, it could be what I've been consuming. It could be, you know, a general hype. But I've been watching The Nick, which okay. is this, uh, you know, series directed by Steven Soderbergh, wow. starring Clive Owen, set at the turn of the century, 1900, yeah. you know, on, on Cinemax, because HBO passed on it. Have you been watching any of that? No, I've seen the previews for it. I had no idea Steven Soderbergh was involved. Uh, he like directed it. all 10 episodes. Oh, that's great. I like that. They've been picked up for season two. I'm like four episodes in, and one of the uh, – in one of the scenes, it's a throwaway scene. This is no spoiler, but there, there, there's a dinner party at a rich person's house, mm-hmm. and they literally have Thomas Edison there doing wax cylinder recordings. Wow. Bravo, Edison! <laughs> <laughs> I think you should check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah, I will. Uh, but my real hype this week is is that there's like there's it's raining babies in my family. Oh yeah. People and this is this is kind of layered. This is not just the hype, but also my not the hype and my hype still out because I got three sisters. One, my sister in law had a baby yesterday, okay. right? Well, technically this morning. Um, I got, and then my stepsister's having a baby in January and my, and one of my other sisters having a baby probably at the end of December, beginning of January. And that's hype, right? On the, on the face of it, that's hype. And then not only that, but Grizzles and and his wife, they've just had a baby. There's a lot of babies happening. The, the not hype part of this is that we, my wife and I are now the only, uh, children of our generation, not to produce children of our own within our family. Right, but I feel like that takes the pressure off of you because it's like, well, y'all you would think kids. it would. Yeah. You would think it would. That's certainly what I would think. But we've begun to experience some expectant glares from from other family members, like saying, like, uh, not just expectant glares, but you know, like straight out, like it's your turn. <laughs> I would just be like, why don't y'all have some extra kids then? 
How about that? Why don't y'all just give me one of them? Yeah. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, I guess in general, the hype's still out on this, this approaching uh, holiday season, wherein we will be visiting with all sorts of families and there will be newborns everywhere running and screaming and pooping. And it's uh, like not the hype. People say, Oh, doesn't this look like fun? You should do it too. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, and that's okay. Right. In general, that's okay, except sometimes, and usually Mackenzie and I are on the same page with this, where we're like, we leave and we're like, thank God, that's not us right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But every now and again, we'll leave and she'll say, I want that. Yeah. Well, she should wise up and realize that's a horrible idea. <laughs> What's your not the hype? My not the hype is um, <laughs> Upworthy style videos. Yeah, I tend to rant about this every couple of weeks. It seems, but um, it, it, I I can't stand Joey, my feet. Joey, what? You will not believe what happened next. <laughs> exactly. Upworthy style videos are videos that are uh, emotionally. What do you? How do you phrase that? Uh, manipulative. Clickbait. Yeah, they're clickbait. They have emotionally manipulative titles to them uh headlines like uh this soldier came home and saw his dog for the first time in 20 months you'll know you'll you'll never guess what happens next you'll never believe how the dog reacted yeah you'll you would never expect this reaction it's some kind of thing that you go oh man well i gotta find out how that dog reacted and it's always (laughs) a letdown it's always a letdown i always watch the video and i'm like wait when's the part where the dog really reacts that's exactly how I expected that dog to react. Yeah, that's that dog. That dog. I expected that dog to be more excited, but it's just <laughs> like this. Like it's always like, oh, this man gave uh, five dollar bills to homeless people. You'll never guess what happens next. Like it, it, it often has something to do with someone being a good Samaritan, yet documenting it. Yeah. Documenting how great they are. Well, what's the point of doing something nice if you ain't gonna film it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, how are you gonna get credit for it? How, no, it's not how you're going to get credits. How are you going to blow people's minds? Because these people will never guess what happens next. They will not. You're just going to – you got to spread that. I mean, they, it's, they will go out and give, uh, you know, leftover meatloaf to homeless people. And they will film it. And then it will just be a, it's just paying it forward, man, like that movie. You get a turkey burger and you get a turkey burger. Yeah, the oprification of, of Good Samaritans. Um, yeah, I hate those videos, and I can't stand that my feed is just filled with them. And I guess the, that which you hate the most is that you can't not click them? Well, Because I got over it. I, I don't click it anymore. I don't. I used to, though, in the beginning, before I realized that it was just this was just a reoccurring thing, you know? Um, but I, now I just get sick of seeing it, you know? As much now as I, I just... I guess what happens next, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, I guess uh, I'll, I'm gonna be mildly disappointed. That's what I guess happens next. <laughs> yeah, so that's not that's my not the hype. What about you? What's your not the hype? Well, the thing is, it always, the thing for me at least is that it always comes from like the same three people. What do you mean? Oh, Those on your vi- feed? You talking about on your feed or the actual original videos? No, I'm talking about on my feed. It's like it, my Facebook is full of like I, I make I go to like Facebook maybe three times a day, right? Yeah. And it's the same five people that are talking all day long on Facebook. 
Yeah, that yeah, just repost and repost all those things. There, there, those three people are keeping up worthy in business. It's as yeah, it's as if those people don't know that others can just go to that website if that's what they want to see. Yeah, yeah, they're so surprised by it. I'm just like the whole thing. <laughs> Just all day long, mind blown. Yeah. I cannot fucking believe this. You have to watch this video. <laughs> like, they did it again. Yeah, how do those people, like, survive in normal life when they see something amazing? Like, if their threshold for things being amazing is so low, then what do they do when they actually see something amazing, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, what's your hype still out? Um, my hype still out is this damn cat keeping knocking my pen off the table here. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, the cold weather's here, are coming. The fall cold weather, it's it's peeking its head out here, down in the south. It's probably been been done been cold up there, huh? Well, that's the thing. I was thinking about this today. I was thinking, man. I think this up, upcoming cold weather needs to be behind still out because I'm not sure. It's only 55 yeah. up here, and I'm and I'm like I'm kind of cold. Yeah, it's probably a bigger deal for you. It's more of a hype still out thing for you because it's going to get colder there than it is going to be down here. For those that don't know, Groove is up in uh, Rhode Island, right? Yeah. And I'm down here in North Carolina. But last winter was the coldest winter I ever remember in the southeast. Right. And so that's why I say hype still out. I like the cold weather, mostly because I get to pull my puffy vest out. I got that bubble goose, that puffy down vest. And uh, any excuse to get it, put that thing on, I'm into. Uh, but I reach my limit with the cold weather at some point, And I'm like, please let the summer arrive so I can sweat to death. Well, the thing is, that's going on here right now is that since I'm working from home, I, I know when the dogs get bored. And I take them out for a stroll. Yeah. And they've gotten so used to going out for a walk like three times a day that uh, <laughs> that they no longer want to go outside unless it's for a walk. Okay. Which is to say that they won't go to the bathroom in the backyard because they're like, fuck it. I can hold it. I know we're going for a walk here in a yeah. little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and this it's about to get real cold. And I had to walk. There. It was raining all day yesterday. I, created a problem for myself by trying to be a good pet owner (laughs) in the sense that I'm going to have to get doggy booties for them. What? This is what somebody told us, right? Is that there's so much salt on the sidewalks and the roads up here in the wintertime that the salt will eat through their doggy pads. What? I don't know, man. You know, the little pads on the bottom of their feet. That sounds like some bullshit to me. It sounds like some bullshit, doesn't it? Sounds it? Like some, that sounds like the, it's a, some mittens company has found a good way <laughs> to market their product. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to get some resident scientists to give us give us some feedback on this. Please email us at IonlyLikeTheirOldStuff at gmail.com and let me know whether or not i got to get some kitten mittens for my dogs. That sounds like some bullshit. I bet you'll fall for it, though. Well, I fell for it when this person told me. Yeah. But this person that told me is uh, I was the first time I met this person, but immediately struck me as a know it all. Yeah. Okay. You know? And uh, so. Shout anyway, out to listener. Be, uh, what's their name? His name? I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying who it is. <laughs> not saying who it is. What you, uh, what you been consuming? Uh, I got a song and I got yeah. a movie. What you want to hear first? 
Um, I want to hear. I want to hear the song first. Okay. Uh, and I know I'm behind the game on this. I think this came out probably like six months ago. But uh, I'm so fancy. <laughs> no, I've heard. I've heard enough of that song. Um, <laughs> no, it's this song "Lazaretto" by Jack White. Oh yeah. I. In keeping with I only like their old stuff fashion, I was uh, mildly into the White Stripes. I had the second album and I think the third album, and then I heard singles from the other stuff, I believe. I think they had like four albums, maybe. Um, kind of liked some of it. Wasn't huge super fan or anything, but liked it. Kind of lo-fi style of it. But then Jack White's solo stuff, it always just seemed, and I never really listened to it, but it always seemed like jug band music to me or something. <laughs> and I wasn't really into that. Um, I wasn't really into the tours or whatever. But yeah. I heard this song on a jukebox the other day, this Lazaretto song, and I just really like it. It's this grinding, kind of loud, uh, him boasting in the lyrics repeatedly. Can I tell you right now that that is primarily what that whole album is like? Oh, really? Yeah. It's just like, him. if you like that song, you should check out the whole album. I like the bravado of it. Just the, the It's just bombastic and loud and obnoxious in a way. So. Yeah, a good friend of mine is a big fan of theirs, uh, or his, yeah, Jack yeah. White's, right? Thinks he's like his, it's his favorite musician. And, and, uh, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm in between warm and hot, right? Okay. On Jack White. And I've been listening to everything because my buddy keeps hooking me up with his albums. And like, so I've been listening along. His last um, Blunderbuss was his last solo album, yeah. right? And I, I thought it was pretty good, but this Lazaretto, Lazaretto album is is good. Yeah, it's good. I dig the song, you know, and so I'll probably check out the rest of it. But I was I was kind of surprised because I heard it, and I didn't know who it was. Now that I've heard it a couple times. I should have known it was him because it does have his sound to it. Right. But I uh, I pulled out my little uh, which was my Shazam on my phone and was like, oh, it's Jack White. Hmm. Where were you? Were you? Where you happen to be near uh, near enough a jukebox that you could Shazam the song? Um, well, if I was really close to the jukebox, I could have walked over to it and seen what it was. <laughs> but I was across the room, and of course I'm not going to act like I, That would make people stare at me and think that I was interested in the song. And I yeah. didn't want to act that way, so I pulled out the Shazam app and just acted like I was texting somebody or writing a note to myself. But Shazam works fine as long as you're near a speaker. But where where were you? Like really? Were you at a Waffle House? Like no, where else is the jukebox? There's jukeboxes all over now. They got these fancy jukeboxes now, man, that you can actually operate from your phone. You can like these. Uh, you you still haven't these. told me where you were, Dave and Buster's? No, I was at. Why are you so interested in that? I was at a. I was at a pool hall. <laughs> were you getting into the? Were you getting your eight ball game up? I was just trying to hustle some people. <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite work, but hanging out at pool halls, playing. I bet you were playing pinball, weren't you? No, I wish there was pinball there. I'd rather play pinball than play pool. I'm a huge pinball aficionado now. We call them tables. <laughs> have <laughs> you started table. tucking your white t-shirt into your Wranglers yet? No, I don't have Wranglers. You need to get a pair of Wranglers. No. Just buy a box of cigarettes and roll them up in I your sleeves. Slim Gap jeans is what I'm wearing these days. They're not skinny. They're slim. So speaking of music, I got two things I've been consuming. Do it. 
and uh and the one that is music related <laughs> and this is embarrassing to say but so since i've been moved back right now i got cable and i haven't had cable in three years it's not been because i'm like against television it's just i just didn't have cable over there right i had netflix and whatever that was it yeah and since we've been back this is the first time that I've had a DVR in a really long time. So I don't want to watch live television um, because I never really know what's on when. So whenever I see something that is mildly interesting, and we're talking mildly interesting, I go ahead and record the series. Okay. And uh, (laughs) I may or may not have been watching The Voice. Really? (laughs) Wow. It's the battle rounds, man. I got nothing to I have nothing to say about that. Well, I mean the good news is that you can order the battle rounds on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, now you're talking. Now I'm interested. <laughs> what's that what's that movie? The movie I saw? I saw Gone Girl. We talked about it on the show last week. I saw it yeah. last weekend. Um it was really good. It was really interesting. Um, not exactly what I expected, but I didn't have many expectations because I really didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, I don't know, I think there was a lot of deep metaphors going on that I maybe won't get until I watch it again. Sure. But it was really interesting in the way, I mean, it's David Fincher joint, so he has a distinct style to his directing, and it had that style, and, you know, Trent, Trent Reznor and Atticus... Ross uh-huh. the um the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they did the soundtrack to the social network and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Right. And it had that I, I really love their style of the uh, you know, people make fun of it now because they have certain certain sounds that repeat a lot. A lot of wah stuff like that. But uh they do a good job of at times the music is nowhere. And then at times the music takes center stage, and then it knows when to take a back seat again. Well, I, I, to circle back a little bit, did you see that um, Steven Soderbergh had recut Indiana Jones uh, in The Last Crusade, and he he made it black and white, and I think he took out all the sound, and he put the Social Network soundtrack on top of it. What? And and some other soundtrack, and I can't remember what the other soundtrack is. I saw, I was listening to this podcast where people, these people were talking about it, right? They talked about it for like 25 minutes about how, how good of a movie it is with that having been done to it. Because Soderbergh like put out this article about like what he's been watching in the yeah. past year, like everything he watched in one year. And, and that was on the list. Yeah. And it got people to go find it. And I think it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll find it and put a link up on our website so for it. he put it because... together, the... What's that? He put it together? Yeah, he did it himself. <laughs> he... And, um, and, and I mean, that soundtrack for the social network is something that I still listen to. And I get it, right? I get that that can be parodied pretty well because it was so used. But it was so heavily used because it's so good. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, it, I'm kind of hyped. I mean, I haven't 
I don't really see myself going to see it in the theaters. I see it by myself watching it when it comes out on, on demand or whatever. Yeah, you could do that. I, I enjoyed going to the theater, but I hadn't been in a while. So, um, But it, it, back to the Steven Soderbergh thing, uh, A, that's very weird and oddly specific. <laughs> B, Steven Soderbergh just must have too much ha- time on his hands. <laughs> well, he, and he, he's retired like five times. Yeah, I know. I think by retire, he just means I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if that means re-editing uh, an Indiana Jones movie and putting a sound, another soundtrack on it, I'm going to do that. Why not? Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah, it's, it's worth watching. It's very – it's the acting in it is really good. And actually, yeah? the best actor in the whole thing, I think, is Tyler Perry. Really? Yes. Tyler Perry plays – one of the, the main Alex, Alex Cross comes to solve the mystery. Yeah, <laughs> it's a callback to an earlier episode where we watched the Alex Cross uh, trailer. No, he, <laughs> he he is so good in the role that he is. He plays this uh, hotshot lawyer, and he's just excellent. He's really good, and he's really every time he's on the screen, he's one of those roles where you're like, man, I hope he comes back in the next scene because I could watch him do that all day. Uh, but yes, it's good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself as a cliche here. Oh my god! And recommend another podcast. Oh god! All right. What is it's um, <clears throat> it's the like it's produced by This American Life. All right. No. Okay. And it's called Serial. Serial. And there's five episodes out right now. They're not all the same length, um, but they're they're mostly within half an hour to an hour. It's it, it's spelled serial like a serial story, and it's because the entire season, if you can call it that, is about one topic. And so it's this woman that's gone back to this murder trial um, to try and sift through all the evidence that's conflicting and whatnot and see whether or not this guy is actually guilty or not guilty of the murder that he's been convicted for. And um, but it's an actual documentary style thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it, it's and she's got a this American Life episode, down. but broken up over a whole season of a podcast. Yeah, and there's a lot of different voices in it, right? Because she's interviewing different people: the guy that's in prison, the various lawyers, people that have, were or were not witnesses, um, all sorts of stuff. And so you don't have just one person telling a story, but it's kind of like a long-form narrative with a lot of different voices, you know, as a part of it, which really breaks up the, each of the episodes quite nicely. And um, there's five episodes out right now. I think the fifth one came out today, um, which if you're listening to this, you know, on a Friday, then, it, you know, the, the fifth episode is out by now. So I recommend checking it out if you're, you know, looking for a new podcast or anything to add to. Um, but it's, it's, it's not the same as This American Life in the sense that it's not nearly as easy to hate on. <laughs> you know, I mean... That's a quality production, you know. I mean, the production value on that on that podcast or the radio show or whatever is yeah. really good. This has got the same quality of production value, but it doesn't have Ira Glass's voice. It doesn't have, you know, as many musical interludes or anything like that. It's just, um, it's yeah. just a lot of different voices telling their own version of the same story. Yeah, I, I don't even hate on it in This American Life. I've listened to it for so long that I just, it just is what it is, and I like to hate on things. Um, <laughs> it's true, you know, and I'm way better at it than you are. 
and I can't even hate on it. As you tend to hate on it more than I do, but it's it's really good. So I'll well, check it out. I encourage you to check out cereal then, because I bet you'll like it. I was more excited when I thought it was about breakfast cereals, <laughs> but we'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Bring it full circle to the beginning of the show. Count Chocula season, baby. <laughs> Aren't the marshmallows in Count Chocula really just the same as Lucky March, Lucky Charms marshmallows? They're chocolate. So no, they are not. They're all chocolate marshmallows. They're all chocolate. It's chocolate cereal with chocolate marshmallows. God, that sounds awful. It's delicious, and it makes chocolate milk. <laughs> well, that sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> you got big plans for the weekend? Um, I am DJing a wedding. And DJing at a club on Friday, so there's my big plans. We bought a bunch of pumpkins and carved them all. Six pumpkins. Yeah. Two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. They've all rotted and collapsed and have been thrown in the trash. Okay, well that's because you carved them about uh, two weeks too early. Well, I guess what I get to do this weekend is carve a bunch more pumpkins. You got to carve them. I don't understand. My Instagram feed on like September 28th started blowing up with pumpkins carving. And I'm like, do you not understand that like you got to you. I always carve mine on Halloween day. Ooh. There was none of this like set it out on the porch for two weeks. Like I just carved it on Halloween day, lit it up for the people coming to the house. And that's it. Halloween's one of my favorites of all time, but I really don't enjoy carving pumpkins. Really? I, I've always liked it a lot. I, I'm pretty good at it. Won some awards. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah I won Did you get some participation ribbons? No, nah, I, won, I won the North Augusta High School pumpkin carving contest like three years in a row. What, what kind of... Uh carvings did you do? It was my own designs. My most popular one was this uh, Black Widow design that had a Black Widow spider in it. Was it? Did it was the Black Widow spider crawling across a vinyl record? <laughs> it kind of looked like that, yeah. You could, you could interpret it that way. <laughs> it's layered like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the, I, I carve the pumpkin, and then if I do, like last year I didn't carve a pumpkin, but if I do carve a pumpkin, then I take the pumpkin and afterwards I cook it, and I use it for a pie. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to do. You just cut it in half, put it in the oven, bake it at like 400, I think, for until it gets real soft, and then you just scoop it off the uh, scoop the meat off the pumpkin and blend it up. There you have it. Boom. <laughs> Good thing this episode is coming out before Halloween. That way, everybody that's listening can go bake their pumpkin at 400. Don't waste your pumpkins, man. Just don't waste it. I got a Tupperware thing full of pumpkin seeds right now. Oh yeah, I gotta toast them up. Yeah, no, I, we, they've been toasted with olive oil, salt, and pepper, and yeah. they're just waiting for somebody to eat them because I can't eat pumpkin seeds every day. Mackenzie hasn't touched them. I can't get into them because they get stuck in my teeth and stuff. I, just, I think that's what I'm gonna give out at Halloween. It's just toasted <laughs> pumpkins. You should just give out the pumpkin guts. I'm going to give out toasted pumpkin seeds or toothbrushes. Take your pick. Never come back. Yeah. If you want to listen to one of our old Halloween episodes, they're there on our feed. We talk about Halloween in in great depth about the candies we like and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, What are you doing for Halloween, Groove? You got anything planned? 
I'm pretty sure we're gonna dress up in costume and hand out candy for the first time ever. That's fun. I like doing that. That's a good time. We got like I don't know nine kids on our street. All right. You probably and there's a there's like a main street at the end of our street. Like our street's a dead end. Yeah. You know, and the other side of it is like a a street with like I don't know 35 mile per hour speed limit. All right. And on the other side of that street is a whole neighborhood, apparently full of like hundreds of kids. And our neighbors across the street for us, I was talking to them. They got like two kids, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we're pretty excited about handing out candy. He's like, well, don't buy too much because nobody comes to our street. <laughs> He's like, yeah, everybody goes across the street and goes into the big neighborhood yeah. to get their candy. So Kenzie and I might just get a big old bucket of candy because she's so hype just a bucket of candy and go stand on the street corner and hand it out to passing kids you're probably gonna get arrested that's fine that sounds cool i mean i'm giving out pumpkin seeds yeah pumpkin pumpkin seeds and pumpkin guts for everybody yeah enjoy it um yeah halloween it's a fun time of year you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Um, thanks, for everybody, for listening. Thanks, Clave. Thanks, Miss. Thanks, Zell. Uh, and thanks, Dixon. We love you guys. Uh, Kevin, begrudgingly, thanks for fixing the feed. Subscribe to us on iTunes, or uh, you can go to the, the website, I only like their old stuff.com. Follow us on Twitter, where we don't update ever, uh, IOLTOS. And uh, you can send us an email. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. Leave us a comment there, or you can go to the website now, and the comments are fixed on the website. So if you want to comment on this episode, just go to the post and uh, and post it on there, and we will see it. So thanks, and uh, we will see you next week. We're posting every Friday from here on out, so look for us. And we out. Just enjoyed another episode I only like the ones We'll see you next time Have a good night